Hey everybody, Josh Sirtson, World Alternative Media here, and we are joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, and we're going to go into some really interesting stuff today as crypto is definitely making a move upwards, at least it's doing something after months of uh, seemingly doing nothing. But um, as we could see on this CoinMarketCap um, page here, we have Bitcoin up 2.38%. As I say this, it did go above $10,000 for the first time in a little while. Um, I'm gonna go into this article um, by Zero Hedge. It says, massive short squeeze sends crypto surging, Bitcoin above 10K, uh, Ethereum tops $300. But before I go into this, make sure to hit that like button, check those links below, share on social media, uh, my friends, to get around the shadow banning. Join us on float.app, BitChute, Minds, and Library, as well as join our newsletter at www.imband.com. And there's many options below for you guys to donate or pledge as we are completely viewer funded. That's right. We also have a Cointree address where you can donate to Ethereum, to Bitcoin, to Monero, whatever you want. And our Bitcoin address is um, in the description below as well. So Anyway, let's get into this as this article gets into here. It says, aside from the safe haven status amid the global money printing fiasco occurring in fiat land, uh, the major run in the largest cryptocurrencies in recent days appears to have been driven by two technical factors, over leveraged short unwinded and traders taking profit from overextended altcoins. Overnight saw Bitcoin top $10,000. We see the chart there and uh, carrying on. It says, as Cointelegraph reports, when Bitcoin initially broke over $10,000, it triggered over leveraged short contracts to become liquidated. When Bitcoin reached 10200 it caused a cascade of liquidations to occur, totaling $74 million. Bitcoin has seen many phases uh, when more than $50 million worth of short or long contracts uh, gets liquidated. Um, but for this, to occur within a span of a few hours is less typical. The mass liquidations of long contracts at $10,000 also suggests that the $10,000 to $10,200 remains as a heavy resistance area as soon as Bitcoin hit $10,200. The price dropped below $10,000 marking a short-lived rally. At least for now, we don't know where it might go next. It's completely pointless to really try and predict long-term, or I mean short-term, where Bitcoin is going. But Tim, Let's talk about this. We have been following crypto for many years. You obviously, as an advisor, a certified financial planner, um, work with crypto unlike most people, most financial planners. Uh, we'll go into that um, in a moment. But first, can you just talk a little bit about what do you think is driving crypto up as we see gold and silver obviously make big runs as well? I mean, just like you said before, I mean, I'm not really interested necessarily in the day-to-day, hour-to-hour. I'm not really trading this. I think on a long-term time horizon, it's probably going to eventually go to infinity as the uh, system ends up collapsing. Uh, but yeah, in the short term right now, one of the things I like to look at is the fear and greed index. We just pulled it up. It was a 55. So basically, you know, a zero would be, you know, a complete pandemonium. Everyone's completely scared and 100 would be, you know, as optimistic as you can possibly get. And traditionally, when it's closer to 100, it's a good time to sell. You know, not financial advice, just, you know, typically that's what's happened, not guaranteed to happen. And then typically when it's been, you know, in the teens or, you know, even below 10, it's usually been a very good signal to buy. So right at 55, it's not, it's neutral. It's not screaming, screaming buy, not screaming, screaming sell. But you know what, if you're looking to get into it, 
uh, and you're, you're holding on and waiting for it to get back to you know four thousand or three thousand. Yeah, it could get back down to four thousand. Well, let me just note quickly: um, on J June 26, twenty nineteen, the Fear and Greed Index hit ninety five, and I remember that was right after Bitcoin jumped to about fourteen thousand dollars, and then saw a massive leg down. And you could only imagine people thought, "Was this a dead cat bounce? Are we going to three thousand again?" And of course, that didn't quite happen. But the lowest I see on this chart here is around let's see five on the 22nd of august 2019. yeah and every time it's not i say every time but when it gets down low i mean i don't like prognosticate in the price of bitcoin very much but i made some facebook posts when it was down at like six and ten like listen you know guys if you're looking to get in you know now would be probably a pretty good time even uh and I was probably I don't know when it was probably like March ish time frame. I was even, you know, making some, uh, you know, suggestions to some of my clients about that. And, uh, you know, just longer term, though, I mean, it, it you know, let's say you're let's say you've got $10,000 and you're and you're trying to think, okay, uh, I want to allocate this portion to Bitcoin. Should I do it now? Should I wait? Uh, you know, probably you should get a little bit in now. And then, you know, dollar cost average is, is probably gonna be the best thing because you know who knows it could go down but eventually if it does go up to you know twenty thousand again then it's gonna be harder and harder and harder to eventually acquire bitcoin and there's not even enough bitcoin out there for every millionaire to even have one bitcoin and so for me it's not about you know a one month one day what's it going to do tomorrow type deal i'm not interested in actively trading it but if you are interested in you know taking some profits you know when you know things start getting uh, frothy one way you can do that is inside of a Roth IRA and so when you do a Roth IRA it is a tax free gain and so a lot of you out there might already have Roth IRAs but you could take or you could take part of your traditional IRA convert it into a Roth and then what I mean there's you know pros and cons of doing that but let's say you know you're in you know a home run type environment and all of a sudden now you're you know you're a hundred thousand dollars you know turns into a million well then now you could pull it out you could actually pull it out in physical crypto not physical crypto but you know not not from like the uh one of the indexes or uh actually technically there isn't indexes there's only trust but i gotta be careful because there's like things i can't say and can say being licensed like i can't give the name of it because that would be bad from an sec standpoint so uh, but there's also a loophole where if I'm just winging it, like I'm doing it right now, I don't have to have this approved. So that's why, you know, we're sort of just winging it up here. But when it comes to, you know, Bitcoin, you know, it's it really isn't for me like this, you know, you know what hits the fan disaster insurance. I'm not looking for it as a safe haven uh, because I did. I was on record saying that when there was the first stages of the financial crisis, it probably would go down 80 percent. I said that on February 11th at Anarchapoco. I'm surprising, like boot off stage for saying that. And we saw Bitcoin go down probably close to 80%. Uh, so I'm not here taking a victory lap, but you know, but people are so, uh, you know, you were talking with someone on the phone the other day and they're like, you know, when's Bitcoin going to move? I'm like, well, you know, be careful what you wish for because if everything, you know, like maybe another, I don't know if this video has come out yet or not by the time we release this, but you know, an alien attack video that we have, you know, somewhere in the pipeline, uh, you know, that could make Bitcoin skyrocket, but, you know, do, but be careful what you wish for because, you know, as this totalitarianism, a lot of, uh, you know, basically they're, you know, putting the boot down on our neck harder and harder and harder, then that creates the environment for probably Bitcoin to go up. And so I'm not necessarily like hoping, because uh, for me, you know, in a long enough time horizon, okay, what's five years? What's three years? I mean, not very much uh, in the grand scheme of things. So people who want, you know, are so anxious to get this stuff started, I would use this time now to try to acquire more income to then be able to put more income into things like Bitcoin, uh, you know, increase your knowledge. I mean, I get people who, you know, email me, you know, hey, I've got, you know, a thousand dollars. What should I do? Well, at that point, you know, 
you got a thousand dollars. There's no way you're going to be able to save yourself with a thousand dollars. You need to be able to arm yourself with knowledge, maybe buy different courses. I'm not even selling a course. I'm just saying this, uh, you know, to, to have, you know, more knowledge and use that knowledge to get more income. Uh, because at the end of the day, it's about income and turning that income into other assets. And then for me, you know, having some gold, silver or Bitcoin, you know, for me is, I think, you know, a wise move to do or for a lot of people, a wise move to do in this type of environment or really in any environment, because when, you know, nobody wants it, you know, that's when something is cheap and when everybody wants it, then you can't afford it. And then, uh, and then another thing out there, if you're new to crypto, you can buy $10 worth, you can buy $15 worth. And then, you know, if you have a thousand dollars, put 25 of it in crypto, learn about it. Don't just take our recommendations off it. Don't not a recommendation, but just don't take our, uh, you know, our word for it, go learn about it. And then also just don't go and get scammed into some crap coin because you think it's going to, you know, hundred X million X, uh, you know, you should really know, you know, everything you're getting yourself into before you get into it. And something should be fundamentally valuable, something that can be used for something, something that is, has a point of existing, not just another competitive thing that is just like 50 other coins that does the same thing. It doesn't add anything to the market. Um, there's a lot of those, honestly, 97, 98, even maybe 99% of the crypto market is like that, where you have two or 3% of good cryptocurrencies out there that are truly revolutionary. Remember, I mean, this the whole idea of cryptocurrencies to begin with, and by the way, if you haven't already, check out the link below thelibertyadvisor.com if you want to get involved with Tim. But um, I mean, Bitcoin was built. I would say it's less than one percent because if let's say there's depending on which you know, offshoots and everything, if you're looking at three to five thousand coins, there's no way there's three to five hundred coins that are actually like out there that are going to be legit. Now, if we're not talking security tokens because that's backed by real asset, but you know, if you're looking at three to five hundred, there's no way three to five hundred of these are good buys yeah. to me right now. So it's like ninety nine point eight or, you know, but you know, you got like the same chance of if you look at if there's five thousand cryptos, you got about the same chance of dying from coronavirus as you do probably picking out one of the good. Cryptos. Well, but I mean, uh, also um, remember what what Bitcoin was built around. The whole idea was kind of a collapsitarian approach of in a crisis, this is what people should be getting getting involved in. And of course, this is uh, my opinion, not um, investment advice. And I don't even think Bitcoin is forever going to be the top. Uh, I think there's going to be um, better ones to come along, and that's the way the market should work anyway. But with that said, I mean, gold, silver, and crypto are seeing a lot of momentum lately, a lot of volume lately. And the reason I believe behind that is because people are faced with a collapsitarian approach uh, to the market right now. Because look at the market, look at the economy, look at where it's going. We have the Fed printing trillions of dollars, shoving all this money into the stock market where it's leading to deflation. Eventually that money's gonna land in people's hands. The dollar's gonna become less valuable. We're going to deal with um, a massive collapse, the likes of which we've never seen. We're in the center of a massive collapse right now. We, a lot of people just don't know it yet because the businesses that are still actually open are living off the last of their cash and are set to probably go under by the time of December, January, February. I mean, they're on their last leg. They can barely hang on. They're already dead. They're just trying to make as much out off of it as they can while they're still around and trying to feed their employees, basically. So don't, don't um, you know, mince words here. I mean, at the end of the day, we are already in the collapse. We're just in the um, denial phase of the collapse. And so things like Bitcoin and gold and silver obviously are going to be gaining momentum because people are afraid. People that have watched our videos, people just actually Actually, average, normal, everyday people are, are looking at this stuff and going, man, I need to have something that's outside of the stock market, something that's outside of even, for example, computers like gold and silver, something 
to keep me safe in uh, going into the future, some kind of wealth insurance against uh, to hedge against a dollar collapse or um, against a market collapse. And of, of course, the stock market has been kind of in tune with Bitcoin lately uh, to a great extent when the stock market go it goes down, Bitcoin goes down. When the stock market goes up, Bitcoin seems to go up. But um, that will break apart once the, I, I believe, in my opinion, once the dollar really starts um, seeing the the signs of weakness from massive amounts of printing and, and well, reaching you could, people. You could actually have a parabolic rise in the stock market because the dollar just loses so much value eventually on a long enough time horizon. I'm not talking the initial stages. I was talking about how the dollar was probably getting stronger and you would actually see a stock market bounce back. Uh, February 11th is when I, when I was talking about all this stuff. And so it's amazing to sort of see this coming to fruition. But if you go back to Germany in early 1900s, I believe it was in 1912, the German stock market was something like 300, not looking at any notes right now. And then eventually by like 1921, 1922, it was 27 million-ish, you know, there was 21 or 27. I mean, the point is, it's, you know, hyperbolic rise, but they had the gold mark, the Ren mark, the Reich mark, and then the Deutsche mark. And so if you were to hold on to gold marks in safe, you know, gold mark dollars, you know, if you will, or gold mark bonds, uh, you know, you were wiped out, like basically, you know, probably 99 cents and you're given like, like a penny on the dollar. And then, but if you had like your stock in, let's say Mercedes Benz stock, which actually existed back then, uh, you had a hundred shares. Well, now your hundred shares got priced from, you know, uh, gold mark to Ren mark to right or Rentenmark to Reichsmark, then to Deutschmark. Mm -hmm. And you actually still had on to some sort of physical, tangible value. But if you held it being safe in the bonds or in the debt instruments or in the cash, you were wiped out. And so, yes, you could see the stock market go up. But guess what? You know, when your loaf of bread goes from 30 cents to $300, you know, you're probably not even even keeping up with the inflations. And so there's not one silver bullet, you know. Yeah, silver is probably one of those bullets. Probably bullets is having bullets is probably one of those bullets yeah. too. Having crypto, but you know, it's being diversified having some sort of plan, having maybe even storable food. And then, uh, you know, if you wanted to talk with a financial advisor who's thought about these things, you know, a while ago, uh, you know, you guys can go to the LibertyAdvisor.com. If you've already made money off of crypto and you're using this video to show to like one of your friends, uh, we've got, you know, I've got different strategies, you know, involving trust where you can, and this is for people who have like seven figure type gains where you can basically do like the strategies that like the Bill Gates and Warren Buffett's of the world are using to put money into foundations and being able to, uh, you know, basically if people actually knew like, you know, don't hate the player, hate, you know, hate the game. I didn't make up the laws. And I'm just trying to make sure that, uh, you know, and it's sort of, you know, I'm sort of like bridging like the traditional system with the alternative system. And so if you're already in the, you know, the traditional system, we can do things that can, you know, greatly help you out from a wealth management perspective. Absolutely. It's very rare to find um, certified financial planners that are um, getting into this kind of market and actually offer services in that. So um, really interesting. Uh, make sure to check the links below, thelibertyadvisor.com if you want to become a client. And obviously, um, check those links below. Gen just regardless, if there's a lot of ways that you can help keep in, uh, independent media alive, and there's um, obviously Bitcoin addresses and stuff like that, um, because we are completely viewer funded, completely demonetized by YouTube. Also, join our newsletter at www. IamBand.com and join us on Float.app, BitChute, Library, and Minds, all linked below in the description as well as the pinned comment in the video. So anyway, going forward, I, I, I don't really think about where Bitcoin's going tomorrow. I more think about where Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general and the technology, the blockchain infrastructure technology is going in 10 years. And I believe that I'm very bullish 
long term. Short term, I don't know what to think. I mean, honestly, I was hoping that at this point we'd see a bit, uh, we'd see all time highs again in Bitcoin. But uh, beggars can't be choosers. At the end of the day, we are dealing with a very new market and something that isn't as predictable as, as you know, something like the stock market when the Fed just pumps a bunch of money into it. Oh, it's going up. Uh, Fed stops pr uh, printing a bunch of money. Something happens in the news. Oh, it's going down. Now it's like ma massive story on Bitcoin hits the news. Nothing happens to Bitcoin. It's really hard to predict at this point, but I do know where the future is going. One way or another, whether you like it or not, we are going into a digital future. We're not going backwards. We're going forwards. Whether it'll be the government controlling blockchain and enslaving humanity or individuals in the free market decentralized um, transactions, private transactions, etc., on the blockchain going forward. It, one way or another, it's going to happen. So at least we can try and put our, our faith or at least our our effort and, and energy behind the, the latter free markets, decentralization, and breaking free from the banking system. Keep in mind that the big banks, the central banks around the world are trying to push a cash to society. And the very reason why they're doing this is because as they say themselves, they're trying to uh, combat against things like Bitcoin, against things like Monero, because they are afraid of it. They're afraid of what it could do. So we should, you know, break free from the cashless centralized society and, and try and push forward uh, for the free market decentralized version. Because again, technology exists. We're not going back to the Stone Age. One way or another, this is something that we will have to deal with in the future. So either it'll be the mark of the beast or it will be you having a bank in your pocket that no one controls. Up to you. Anyway, again, not investment advice, simply my opinion. I have to point that out for legal reasons. Anyway, I appreciate you going into this, Tim. And um, until next time, make sure to check those links below. This is Josh Shearson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth.